0: Welcome to Outrageously Unnecessary. We are a podcast that is all about the ridiculous things that people have bought throughout history. And by people, I mean specifically the wealthy. Uh, and because as long as there have been wealthy people, they have been buying or doing just the silliest of shit. I am Haley, and this is my co-host.
1: Hi, I'm Stephen, and glad to be on board in my new role as co-host.
0: Oh, come now, you've already, you've had one episode where you are officially co-host. Yes, but this
1: is the, the episode where I'm like, I feel it's more official. Like, the last episode was the introductory part. Uh, now, I'm full-fledged. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer a, You're,
0: uh, you're, oh, you have, you have been birthed <laughs> no, that was not what I wanted I want I was gonna say like spread your wings and then my brain thought of a chicken coming out of its out of it Haley I-, I mixed metaphors in my <laughs> head and it came out wrong. Haley,
1: I have seen the births of both of my children and having that <laughs> mental image to what you just said no <laughs> no <laughs>
0: your process has been much prettier uh, much
1: uh, much much more elegant yes and uh much less blood
0: Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> My, oh you mean that you didn't get the severed horse head that i sent you damn uh, <laughs>
1: nope nope did not get that gift um <laughs> no uh no strangely enough this large box and it said uh, addressed to like uh Miyaki Hazuma, and we're like, no, that's not. This is a Return to Sender. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> You're like, no, no. There's blood you know, pooling out. That's soaking into the cardboard. <laughs> I don't know if I want to open this. Oh uh,
1: yeah, Return to Sender. Try again, USPS.
0: Well, I haven't even gotten it yet. That means that it probably just ended up getting dropped somewhere in the middle of New Mexico,
1: or probably, probably.
0: I don't know. This feel bad for Walter White he's gonna stumble upon that and he's like this isn't one of mine
1: I believe that Walter White is a <laughs> but, real person I really do I I believe that with at <laughs> least 87.5 percent of my core being that
0: that's a very high percentage yes yeah,
1: I know I, I had to give I had to give some room for air just in case that he was you know not not <laughs> a real person but you know not uh, a real person, <laughs> I feel like he kind of is but you know
0: now, are we talking about it's it's you believe that the character of Walter White is, in fact, a real person who is named Walter White, or you believe that there is someone named Walter White who exists out there? I believe there is certainly someone named Walter White who exists out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, from what you just said, I just hear truth, truth, truth.
0: <laughs> I was asking two different <laughs> questions, though. <laughs>
1: Yes, to everything. You're like all of yes. them. Correct. All of them yeah. is 100%. Check yes. Check that off. Absolutely. 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> all across the board. Green lights.
0: <laughs> Done. I Deal. acknowledge Good.
1: everything you said. Uh, uh,
0: so, anyways, um, So for anyone who is a new listener, um, just basically to explain what's going on here in case you've only listened to like the first few episodes or anything like that. Steven is my alternating co-host, so it goes in between uh, uh, him and Katie, who you probably heard on the first episode. But um, we may end up having an episode where we all get together and everything like that. That'd be fun. Uh The
1: madness, you mean? Yeah, that'd
0: be good. (laughs) Bananas (laughs) <laughs> bananas <Yeah. laughs> I think things would get really silly yeah, Really fast
1: Yeah, out of hand, quickly
0: Very but No, I think that our tangents would probably hit a point That we no longer know What anyone has been talking Correct. about Having to do with the podcast Correct. But you can rest assured That everything would just be Fucking hysterical to listen to regardless <laughs> well,
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely They're like, okay, so this uh, They're not on the topic of their podcast anymore But it's fucking hilarious, so I'm still listening
0: <laughs> at least that's where th- that's the point that we want to get at that people are just like you know what i'm here for it uh whatever they're doing i'm just sticking around it's like you
1: know i've already committed so you know if i'm gonna commit i'm gonna commit 100 percent.
0: i mean at this point whoever's listening right now is like well i'm already like four and a half minutes into listening to whatever the hell they're talking right. about right now right. so may as well just stay on for it for forever yeah that
1: makes sense i'm down
0: <laughs> yeah is that not how people work yeah,
1: yeah i support that
0: yeah, I, I completely support that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyways, to uh, get to what our actual topics are going to be today, Stephen, what do you have for me? You get to go first, my cool, friend. Cool,
1: cool, cool, cool. Well, um, cool, 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 uh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Cool. So you know, c- cool, cool. um, you know, obviously, you know, our our topics throughout the last few episodes have spanned. You know, we've we've looked at a couple different time periods in hi- history and. Tonight, I, you know, honestly, I, I was really I was trying to find one particular time period to stick with, you know, to, to find some just some crazy, ridiculous things that people have done with their wealth. And, you know, what I ended up finding was just this kind of collage kind of throughout some different time periods of some people who honestly just reading some of their stories. You know, it's like I, I know what I would do or I, actually let me let me clarify that. I have hope in myself that I would do the right things if I amassed a certain amount of wealth. Like I was reading a story uh, or was something on Facebook I think yesterday about and it was just recent too, like this guy in North Carolina uh, he's unnamed. Uh, he chose to remain anonymous anonymous, but there was like mm-hmm. a one point five billion dollar jackpot. and uh, this one guy he won, and prior to winning, um, he actually allowed somebody else to go ahead of him, um, because either they were in a rush or something, the story wasn't clear, but he allowed someone else to go a- uh, ahead of him to, uh, to pay for and to get a ticket. And he waited his, you know, he waited and he let them go first. And then he went and bought his ticket. Well, his ticket was the winning ticket and he won a cash out of, it was like almost 900 million dollars that he won, that That's- he won
0: so much money right
1: absolutely um that's
0: so okay because like katie talked about a few lottery winners last week and like the most that they usually ended up winning was about like three million 35 million but to like get to damn near a billion dollars a billion dollars with a b Yeah,
1: his cash out was eight uh actually i remember his his cash out was eight hundred and seventy seven million seven hundred and sixty something thousand and like three hundred dollars you know of yeah that kind of total and that was his cash out it was a one time payment cash out and that's how much he has
0: most people would opt for like the the every once in a while payment like the the once a year you get this amount because like I don't know what the fuck I would do if you just right. handed no, me almost a billion dollars. Well, well,
1: here's here's the cool thing. So, like, going back to my original, you know, thesis of I, I hope that I would do the right thing. Like, this guy, he was so kind. The worker at the gas station that sold him the ticket, uh, this guy gave him 50 grand. And, Whoa. you know, and just said, hey, thanks, you know, for being the one that um, sold me my wedding ticket, gave him 50 grand. Also, um, like, $61 million is going to the North Carolina, like educational and public, public system, like a lot of good things. And so, um, segueing, I love that word, segueing, segueing into, um, the collage of people tonight. So obviously I hope that I would make smart decisions with, you know, a lot of money, but truth be told, I've never had that much money. I will more than likely I'm 87.6% sure that i will never have is, that much money is in my that life
0: point is that point one more or less than you are sure of walter white being that's movie?
1: point one more okay <laughs> i couldn't remember i knew it was a point that's point one more percent sure that okay. i will never have that much money
0: I'm, I'm less certain that I would make good decisions with my money than I am (laughs) that Walter White is a real human being living in New
1: Mexico. (laughs) Oh, man. So looking through some of these people, um, some people I was familiar with, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know these people from history, yeah, or, you know, just, you know, different classes or stuff. Um, But there were some things that I found that I'm like, this is bananas. Like, what person in the right mind would do some of these things and just But I mean, but again, not to get like on some moral platform, I'm like, everybody's got different moral standards. Everybody's got different wants, different wishes, different, you know, different time periods and different like societal acceptances. So I get that. So, but putting all that aside, let's run down. Let's get ready for the rundown of some of these crazy people um, who did some just bananas things. Are you ready, Haley?
0: i'm ready but i'm still just very confused as to who these people are like what is the thing that ties them all together like is it the lottery because katie did the lottery (laughs) no no no
1: no that was just no that was kind of like two like just precursor points to segueing into what people have done with their their stupid amount of wealth like the lottery was just like a oh i was reading this article like about it like you know nothing to do with what you know with katie's topic whatsoever But uh, no, that kind of the, again, the precursor is, you know, the theme of the show is, you know, all the outrageous, unnecessary things that people have done with their wealth and the bad decisions. I think if we could say there's a through line, it's. Good decisions versus bad decisions.
0: How, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Get, be, huh. Teach me some good decisions versus bad decisions. Okay, no, mostly the bad decisions. These are all are what bad I'm
1: decisions. In, I'm done. Thank God. <laughs> okay, these are all bad decisions.
0: I don't want to hear about the goods, like the heartwarming stuff. That's for off air. This podcast is more about like I want to get mad at how dumb people right. are.
1: So, uh, <laughs> let's get right down into the rundown. So the first guy up was a uh, a guy who was born just before uh, the turn of the 20th century. He was born in 1860. Uh, this was a man by the name of Evander Berry Wall. Have you ever heard of him?
0: What a wonderful name. No, but I like the name Evander.
1: So Evander, uh, this guy was one of kind of the premier fashion icons in the streets of New York City, uh, towards kind of the latter quarter of the 19th century. So he was born in 1860. This guy became a millionaire by the time he had 18 years of age. And he, he was also a multimillionaire by the time that he reached 22, when he inherited a million dollars from his father and his grandfather, respectively. That was my question. Right. That
0: was my question. I was like, how did he get this money? Inheritance. Got right. it. Got it. Move yeah, on. Yeah, so
1: 18 from his dad and then 22 from his grandfather.
0: Well, shit. Right.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so here's Wall. He's 18, then 20, you know, 18, 22 years of age. He's got all this money. What does he spend it on? He buys 5,000 neckties. And huh? he buys 300 pairs of gloves.
0: <gasps> what the fuck? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at all.
1: Also, He refused for the rest of his life to never drink anything but the finest champagne.
0: So he was just stumbling around drunk for the rest of his life? For the rest of his
1: life, no water. How did that man not die? Because all he consumed was champagne.
0: So dehydrated. It gets
1: better. So he was the first man in America to wear a tuxedo. Didn't know that Nice That's kind of cool Absolutely
0: Thanks for bringing that one no. around You are now the staple of all weddings
1: Right um, And uh, he said that on a bet Okay, this was for a bet He was uh, challenged to change his outfit 40 times in a single morning Just cause And
0: Just in a morning, not like a whole day?
1: Nope Just in the morning, just cause so on a bet, he changed his outfit 40 times and he had all of the outfits to do that. So, um, I mean,
0: that's awesome. But <laughs> well, well, one of my questions, like the way that I'm picturing this happening is that this can either go a couple of different yeah. ways. This can be like a theater quick change where you are rushed off stage and someone is waiting there with your new coat Correct. and like pants and stuff like that. And he just gets right. in it just and then he pops back out this, and is back into, his, into his conversation. The new yep. Yep.
1: Done that. Or, Done that.
0: Or he's just doing what every five-year-old little girl loves to do, which is you're doing a fashion runway. Right. And so all he's doing is showing up. He, like, gathered a crowd of people on his, on his uh, couches, and he walked down the hallway and flaunted his new shoes yep. and his 40 neckties on one outfit. And... <laughs> And then he turned around and then he got changed and he did that 40 times with. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that every single one of his neckties, all, how many was it? 5,000, 5,000 neckties? Uh,
1: he owned 5,000 neck times, uh, th- excuse me, neck times, neckties, neckties, neck-times. Neck-times. Neck-time. Yeah. So 5, neckties, neckties,
0: neckties,
1: So 5,000 neckties and he eventually throughout his life he owned a wardrobe of 500 complete wardrobe changes. Because he usually, at average, he changed his full clothing at least six times daily. But
0: when you have that many clothes, how could you how not? How could
1: you not? I mean, can you, Haley, can you imagine opening up your closet, walking in, and there is 500 full, complete, amazing outfits that you can just.
0: Like, I'm not wearing the same pants. I'm not wearing the same shoes. No. They're all different can i mix and match i hope he can mix and match because then he's got so many more combinations to work with
1: yeah i mean okay i'm not gonna do math but yeah i mean there's (laughs) i mean i mean if you think if he if he interchange you know he had i'm just trying to think of the math if he interchanges don't
0: don't math it math is ah, bad math is bad ah,
1: i mean yeah it just Probably at least ten, at least ten thousand different changes. I mean, at least you know, with all the at,
0: at minimum, yeah, at minimum, yeah.
1: easily. So um, let me give you before I send you a picture of him.
0: Oh Jesus! Let me, I like forgot that we had the ability to send yeah, yeah, photos yeah. to each yeah, other. Yeah. There's a photo of this glorious fucker. Oh yeah. Um.
1: Uh. It, it's so in the description of him, like it's missing. It's missing one one part of his ensemble, but it's not. It's not a big deal, but. Uh, this guy, is
0: it a necktie? If he's missing a necktie, I'm going to throw a shit fit. Let's
1: see. Let me look at the picture again. I think he is, does he have his necktie? He has
0: 5,000 neckties. By any means, he should not be missing one a Oh, no, 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 no.
1: You'll love this. No, no, you will love this picture. I promise you. So okay. this guy, um, he sported a walrus mustache. Thank
0: God. Jesus. Oh, my God.
1: A gleaming monocle, which the picture is sadly missing the monocle. Um,
0: Oh, but it gleams?
1: uh, It was, as quoted, a gleaming monocle.
0: Oh, he has it polished every day. Oh, you
1: know, that's right. And you know he doesn't polish it. He, with all that money.
0: No, his butler does that.
1: uh, Absolutely. Um, And uh, also he said that he also wore jackets with very, very high, stiff, flamboyant collars. So
0: what what marks a collar as flamboyant?
1: Well, you know, I'm really glad you asked um, because that is what I mean.
0: Holy fucking shit. (laughs) Oh, my dear God. He was born in the 1800s and yet he is wearing an outfit that says I'm from the 1500s. Fight me.
1: Absolutely. He looks like a freaking musketeer.
0: His stance—he's got his arms crossed over himself. Like, yeah, I know I look fabulous. What? Of and he's it? got
1: the leg. Oh he he my probably God. has the leg postured out like they did, like in France, like in France, circa yep. like yep. 17th century, like the Musketeers and kind of the. So, Honestly, the elite.
0: Musketeers is the best possible description for this. Yeah, band. absolutely. So <laughs>
1: just, just, Holy yeah, just listeners, just imagine a very, very flamboyant Musketeer, and you have this guy. Like you
0: get the big ruffled collar that like queen elizabeth would wear only like a little bit more floppy and then it's like a brightly colored it's in black and white but i'm assuming it's brightly colored
1: oh i assume like
0: vertical striped shirt that's like puffy sleeves and he's wearing like a doublet sort of vest and he's got the hat with the massive like ostrich feather on top like he's a fucking musketeers (laughs) mm-hmm Oh, my. So. Oh, my God. To
1: wrap up, um, Mr. Is his
0: name D'Artagnan?
1: No, his name is Evander. (laughs)
0: Evander, I forgot. That is still a wonderful I know. name, but because he's a musketeer, he <laughs> needs to be named D'Artagnan.
1: <laughs> D'Artagnan Evander Barry Wall. Yes.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Evander. Oh my
0: god! And I'm gonna, I will post this on the Instagram. Oh, uh, so no worries, anyone who is like, I need to see the musketeer. Absolutely. It's going to be on Instagram. So
1: to kind of wrap up, Mister uh, Mister Ball, um, Wall. <laughs> I called him Ball. <laughs>
0: Mr. Ball. Ball. You're going to call him Mr. Ball because of the big weighty balls this man has to have to be wearing what he is wearing. (laughs) Yep.
1: So to wrap up a Vanderberry wall, um, Haley, you're familiar with the term uh, dude, right? Like, what's up, dude? Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, um, Uh, so yeah. So, in conjunction with uh, this man, uh, "dude" was actually used first uh, in New York City around 1883 as a pejorative, which pejorative is kind of something that means uh, something that's kind of um, a negative negative remark. Yeah, um, not a very good comment uh, for someone who affected excessive refinement in dress, someone who was very ostentatious in the way they dressed. Mr. Evander Wall, because I keep wanting to call Are him you Ball. you not
0: like thinking of the word dandy? Because I picture it, dandy, no. as being. He bad. was
1: known as King of the Dudes.
0: King of the Dudes? Yes! Yeah, he was King hey. of the Dudes! So this is Musketeer Fonzie?
1: Yes! Yes! <laughs> he was Musketeer Fonzie. I mean, look at that pose. He's absolutely.
0: He's he's doing a come at me, bro, like arms crossed, like fuck it, I know I look great. Yeah, I mean what of it?
1: Yeah. I mean I fucking
0: look like I'm part of Queen Elizabeth's court.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so that is uh that wraps up Mr. Evanderberry Wall. The king I love him. of the dudes.
0: I love him so much.
1: So instead of moving forward, we're gonna we're gonna hop on our time machine and we're uh we're gonna go back. We're going to go way 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 back. Oh boy. To um, the year between 21 to 27 AD. Okay?
0: Okay, we're going way we're going back. Way, we're going way, way, way to- back. We're going 200 past 200 years past Jesus. Times. Yes. Got yes.
1: It. So we're going to go back to uh, the Roman empire and we're going to go back to one of the last of the Julius Caesar Roman emperor lines. So Julius Caesar, you know, there was Julius Caesar. Then Julius Caesar was actually kind of a, a pre-title um, and then their name, so forth and so on. Um, his full name was Julius Caesar Augustus Germanicus otherwise known as Caligula. Oh,
0: from what I remember, he was a right shithead.
1: He was. So there's a couple of things in here that I found out about him. A couple things I already kind of knew, but some things I was like, damn dude, you were a shitty, <laughs> shitty person. Yeah. So, um, most accounts of Caligula said that he was a noble and kind of a, kind of a right, righteous, you know, ruler that, you know, he, his, uh, his reign, um, was prosperous and not many bad things, uh, were said about him. But as you dig deeper and as you've heard, as you know, obviously I've heard, um, kind of look into it, this man was, he was messed up. He was, he was a little demon. He was, uh, this guy was fond of like huge wild sex parties and orgies, um, and just not not a very very good person just when it comes to his, when it came to his opulence and wealth but the biggest thing that i found and this is crazy um he had a fetish for gold he had a gold fetish okay so what
0: like he needed to fuck the gold
1: caligula he forced all of his servants continuously daily to pile up his impressive gold reserves like just imagine mountains of gold uh to to he he commanded them to to pile it up so he could roll around in it because he enjoyed the feel of it on his skin What <laughs> That
0: He's Scrooge McDucking
1: He is totally Scrooge McDucking it <laughs> Absolutely I mean just imagine this All right, servants uh, no no uh, a bigger pile over here please bigger pile and poise and leap <laughs> and dive and swim and, and oh that hurts
0: gold is hard
1: <laughs> he's like I'm hard you know what I mean <laughs> 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 So, Nasty. <laughs> so yeah. Imagine he's just swimming through that gold. Yeah. So he, so uh, his servants piled up this gold so that he could swim around in it because he enjoyed the feel of it. <sighs> you freak! And then he also reportedly he fed his favorite horse oats mixed with gold. That can't
0: be good for the horse's right. diet.
1: <laughs> and he would often serve his guests loaves of bread. Made of solid gold, just to show off how rich he was.
0: Again, not very good for your diet.
1: Nope. And when he wasn't rolling around or swimming in the gold, he would throw it on the floor, just so that he he could walk across it.
0: Are you fucking with me right now?
1: I am not. I am not. Um... So, uh, it was reported that in the, the kind of the few years that he did reign, which was not super long, maybe 20, 30 years. If I
0: remember, it was pretty much like four years. Four
1: years? Was it that, is that short? It was, here, let me see. Um, I have it pulled up. Um.
0: Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've done some research on Caligula for another topic. Okay. And, um. And so I didn't know anything about the gold, though I was doing research on a different portion of Caligula. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, listeners, look forward to that in case Stephen doesn't cover what it is. But um, <laughs> no, he pretty much he he was in. Office, I think, is the wrong word, but he was in power for about four years until you're right. they ousted he him suc- because they were like, "Yes, he succeeded." You're kind of fucking insane. Yeah, he
1: succeeded uh, and became emperor in 8037, and was assassinated in eighty 84- four in 8041.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even think that. I didn't realize he was killed. I didn't realize that they had killed him. I don't know why I had assumed that they were just like, get the fuck off the throne. Right. That's fabulous.
1: So to wrap up Caligula, I have a quote from him. And uh, in this quote, uh, he says, I have existed from the morning of the world, and I shall exist until the last star falls from the night. Although I have taken the form of Gaius Caligula, I am all men as I am no man and therefore I am a god.
0: Oh my god! He did it. He declared himself a god. He did. That's like the number one thing of making him just the world's biggest tit cult leader. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's the moment that you declare yourself a god, that it's like, oh, oh, you narcissist, you. <laughs> you naughty narcissist. <laughs>
1: Gosh, I can't... See, again, bad decisions, people, but but also just, it's... Uh,
0: Oh my good God. Oh, fun fact about Caligula. And this one I didn't even learn about in research. This is from, I read, I still read the Rick Riordan, uh, Percy Jackson books because I love them. And uh, yes, I've been reading them since the fifth grade. Fuck off, haters. Um, (laughs) Chirp, chirp. Chirp, chirp. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, no judgment on this side of the world.
0: Oh, thanks. But in any case, uh, one of his more recent books or book series is about like Roman emperors coming back to life and blah, blah, blah. And uh, one of them is Caligula. And I learned that Caligula's name actually means little boots. Okay. Isn't that a stupid fun fact? It's because when he was like itty bitty, he would like run around in like the big soldiers boots. And so it was a nickname that stuck and he fucking hated it. (laughs) So the fact that he is known throughout history as as Caligula Caligula, with a nickname that he like despises, it makes me very happy.
1: (laughs) That's wonderful. So I'm going to wrap up here with our last patron of the evening. And we're going to uh, back forward through time to the late uh, 19th century. Uh, This was a man by the name of Henry Cyril Paget. AKA uh he was the fifth marquee of I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but
0: My darling, I've covered him before. Have you? I have. Wow. I covered him with Katie, which is why you might not know.
1: Oh, okay. So then you know about this man.
0: And yeah, your listeners he is. know
1: about this man.
0: <laughs> if they've listened to the episode, uh which oh, hold on, let me go find out which episode number that is, because now I can't remember which episode number it is. I really want to say it's like five. Well, shame
1: on me for not but, for not listening to that episode then.
0: No, I send them to you, but I also am like, wait, did I remember to check in and see if I think this is before I know I got you involved. Uh, yes, episode five. So if anyone is curious about Henry Cyril, I wasn't sure if his last name was pronounced Page or Paget. But
1: if if he was a marquis and he's French, then I and he's French, then I would, I mean, just going on. But he's
0: not. I don't think he's French because his his dom is uh, somewhere in England. Hmm. But he could be a French like lineage. Sure. I have no idea. Yeah. But sure. if you want to give a little teaser and just have people be able to go back to episode five in case they want to hear more about him, because I am perfectly willing for this because sure. he is delightful
1: so i'll give this slight little tease is that uh he had a fleet of private vehicles and uh they were all modified to spray perfume out of their exhaust pipes i didn't know that yeah oh good <laughs> yeah What? this was described I didn't as his know most that ridi- fact. this was described as uh, Paget's most ridiculous display of wealth he modified his entire fleet of private vehicles to spray perfume out of their exhaust pipes so they wouldn't have the nasty exhaust smell are you shitting me
0: how did I not know this I did an entire piece on this man <sighs> well, yeah. in fucking episode 5 <laughs> And I didn't know that he had an entire fleet of cars that sprayed perfume.
1: Yeah, it's it's bananas. Uh, it's bananas. I actually. I've never
0: been more disappointed in myself. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I, I. You're you're welcome? Question mark.
0: Thank you. Yes. <laughs> no. Thank you for bringing this information to the world. Because. <laughs> Because Henry Cyril Paget is probably one of my favorite people that I've covered on here Purely because of the fucking outfits that this man wore The fact that he converted his family's chapel into a dance hall So he could perform for his guests (laughs) (laughs) But it just makes it that much better It makes it that much better that he had a fleet of cars that sprayed perfume it does because, yeah, because I knew that he had, he had this this desire to, um, sp- like show off his opulence. Yes, yes, very and, much so, and show up. Very like he showy. was definitely one of, 'cause because, like uh, I, I I talk about it in in episode five, but um, if I remember correctly, he married his cousin. They never consummated their marriage, right. but when he married her on their wedding night, uh, he bought an entire a window display of jewels and then covered her in them uh, so while she was naked and just had her pose and have her stare at him or or and have him stare at her
1: yeah and that's just
0: what he did mm. they never consummated the marriage he just was like allow me to stare at you my bride <laughs> covered in a window full of jewelry mm
1: mm
0: Mm-mm. Mm.
1: There's something wrong with that man. Lo, Jesus.
0: Lo, God. No, I think there's something right with that
1: man. Yeah, well, it depends on his perspective.
0: <laughs> I mean, he ended up dying at age like 29 or something like that. So there was something wrong with that man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, needless to say, that wraps it up for my portion of tonight's episode of Outrageously Unnecessary. Haley, my friend. I turn the tables to you.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm just... I'm so mad that I didn't know that he fucking had cars that sprayed perfume. Thank you for bringing the people who, like, had ridiculous, like, fashions happening. And then also Caligula's weird thing with gold. Like, he... Let's be honest. Caligula was fucking the gold.
1: Yeah. Um, you know he was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he definitely was. So... Who I have for you this episode is, uh, we're gonna go back to the 1500s. Okay. And, uh, we're gonna go to the, to the world that is dressed the way that, uh, our musketeer man is dressed, but
1: <laughs> All right. for them
0: it was actually in fashion.
1: Okay, so we're going to France?
0: We're not going to France, we are going to England. Oh, England, oh, okay. Yes. We are going to King Henry VIII.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> oh no. So,
0: I know. <laughs> I'm so
1: excited and so ready for this.
0: <laughs> it's so much worse than you think it is because as I was doing my research, I realized I don't know crap about Henry VIII other than
1: the Simon and Garfunkel White's song
0: beheading. Uh-oh. Yeah, the well the fact that <laughs> Those are two very different answers. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. (gasps) Well, so like King Henry VIII is the most famous for um, basically him telling the Catholic Church to fuck off Mm -hmm. when they wouldn't grant him a divorce. Making himself the head of the Church of England, where uh, annulment slash divorce was acceptable. Correct, And then either beheading or divorcing his many wives who did not give him sons. That was pretty much what I learned at school. And that I was like, yeah, he's crap king. Good to know. What I didn't know... Was that King Henry loved showing off his wealth, and mm-hmm. basically, while the wife beheading was important, I'm so much more interested in the dumb shit that he did to show off. And his entire goal was to make courtiers and the population to go ooh and ah at his great power, uh, because you know wealth equals power. And so let's 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 start this off with the shebang. Okay. Of, in 2008, archaeologists uncovered the remains of one of King Henry's favorite things. Uh, this thing is a 13-foot-tall fountain made of timber, lead, bronze, and was leafed in gold. And it did not run with water. It ran with wine. So... Yes! Yes! It was a wine fountain. Yes. And it can be found at Hampton Court Palace, which was King Henry's, quote-unquote, pleasure palace. The pleasure palace?
1: It was his (laughs) pleasure palace,
0: where you could just walk up with a glass up to the fountain and just hold it under, and then ooh la la, you've got some wine.
1: (laughs) That sounds like a good day. And my favorite
0: thing... (laughs) Is that they have uh, recreated, the archaeologists have figured out uh, what a a true recreation of it would look like, and they have, in fact, recreated it, and now you can visit Hampton Court Palace, and you can pay three euros and drink some fucking wine out of the fountain.
1: Stop. That's amazing.
0: I know. So it's just, it's huge. It's not, it's not...
1: That's a lot bigger than I expected. (laughs) That's what she said. I know.
0: Like, I say 13 feet, but you don't think of it the way that it actually is. Like, let me go ahead and send you a picture of someone actually up against this thing. Because you, like, kind of kneel down on these little steppers. Oh, wow. And a little gold lion's head will spit (laughs) the wine out at you. Look at that thing. Man. Yeah. And then, like, the panel's. The panels of it are painted like this really vibrant red, and I don't know, it's very pretty, but so ostentatious.
1: Do you know what is that? Latin or French on the text? I believe it's. Is it? It
0: looks. It looks French, just because there's the word sherry on it, but
1: no, it, it's yeah, it's sh. Che- I can't read it. I don't know.
0: I have no idea. I can't what read these, it. I really wanna know what that says.
1: I'm just gonna be just thinking about it. But anyway.
0: Hold on, let me let me let me hella zoom in here. Um uh, Feiste Bov ov e Vovtra. I know I just completely just butcher. Somewhere in the that.
1: world, a person who speaks French just cringed. <laughs> And wheat.
0: I don't even know if it's French. It could be Latin. It could
1: be. I mean... It couldn't
0: even be either of those things. I don't know what the fuck it is.
1: Maybe he had his own, like, hidden special language that nobody knew about.
0: That would be really funny. And also not completely out of character for for him, if I'm being perfectly honest. Because he was actually... He was really, really smart. He was was very well-versed in a whole heck of a lot of things. Um not just wife beheading and wine drinking. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, before I get into, like, things that he uh, is actually inclined towards, uh, just one more fact about about our uh, wine fountain and uh, eating and drinking at Hampton Court in general. So, um, basically, yeah, Hampton Court was the king's pleasure palace where he held really big parties. I'm sure he had orgies and shit there. Um, basically... Uh, there were so many people at Hampton Court that this may not have just been a luxury, which it certainly was something like he was definitely trying because it was in like the main um, it was in the main courtyard in order to like the moment that someone walked in, they would see this fucker. Right. But uh, for the most part, there were so many people living there, um, just part of his courtiers. There were 800 courtiers there 800? at any one time. Oh my time. gosh. Yeah, so eight hundred courtiers were just at Hampton Court and um Just
1: chilling, just living.
0: Yeah, and there were there were just so many feasts and parties that the kitchens there were equipped to dish out sixteen hundred meals a day.
1: I'm sorry. Sixteen hundred?
0: Sixteen hundred. Oh my goodness. So one thousand six hundred meals a day. Whew.
1: That's that's yes. a lot of food right there.
0: That's a lot of food that's a lot right of there. Food. You got to wash it down with some wine. Yeah, all the wine. Which, by the way, the wine uh, was mostly unaged wine because that was how it was drank back then. Mm. Was um, It would pretty much just be like immediately plopped into barrels. Uh, and once it had fermented and everything like that, it would be shipped usually from France right. over to um. Makes sense. Um and yeah, uh. By the way, the fountain also nowadays because you can go and use it, it runs with both white wine and red wine. So
1: naturally, it does. Yeah. <laughs> naturally it runs with both. Choose those.
0: what you want. Yeah,
1: yeah. Choices. You know what? Live your best life.
0: <laughs> Live your best life. Um, also, uh. So moving on to what King Henry, uh, he was actually very, very smart. So let's talk about a, a little bit like that. Uh, he. Was actually very inclined to being musical. He was horribly in debt when he had finally died from his life of excess, mm-hmm. and some surprising. of that excess, some of that excess and debt came from his love of music. Uh, King Henry actually wrote a few pieces, uh, but his he had a few favorite instruments, but he didn't want to just own one or two of his favorite instruments. No, he owned 78 flutes, 78 recorders, five sets of bagpipes, and just one harpsichord.
1: (laughs) Just just one, just, you know. Just
0: just the one harpsichord. He didn't quite like the harpsichord enough to have 78 of
1: them. You know, they made me a really great deal on that second harpsichord, but uh, I just can't. Just
0: can't. I just can't find the funds in the budget for the second harpsichord. So what if you part with uh maybe ten or so of your seventy-eight recorders? No. No No No, out of the question. <laughs> but my question is why seventy-eight? Why seventy-eight flutes and seventy-eight recorders? Like why not just round that shit to eighty? Why not just round that shit to eighty? It would be so much easier. But also, like, recorders? What the fuck? Recorders? Are you kidding me? Is, are you gathering all of England's children and just making them play hot cross buns? Because that's the only thing I can see a recorder being useful for.
1: Uh, uh, um, Honey, do you remember that day when all the children here in London were just... Weeping in the streets and saying that the recorders had been stolen, I heard that in the castle <laughs> there was all these recorders in the castle because uh, because he stole King Henry
0: took them out of the child out of our children's hands it's the only thing we can afford
1: yeah, he stole he stole he stole the recorders the
0: trumpet is expensive
1: yep he stole out of them he he literally stole out of, out of the mouth of babes. <laughs>
0: I'm just picturing a baby just like mouthing on a recorder and it would probably sound about as good as any recorder. Sure.
1: Naturally. (laughs) And just one of one of his workers just comes by and just snatches it up, puts it into a bag and continues on his way.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. This is for his majesty's collection. It's, It's for
1: his majesty's recorder collection.
0: I know, and I tried finding photos of I tried finding photos if if the collection still exists to this day, and I oh, don't think it yeah. does, which is sad. Yeah. But if you if you do type in King Henry musical instruments, the first photos of like the first six lines that show up on Google Images are recorders. So
1: oh, naturally,
0: so it is what people associate with him, I guess. Because when you think of King Henry, why wouldn't you think of just recorders? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, recorder takes me back to what sixth grade, fifth grade, yeah, music yeah. session, music time, whatever it was called. Yeah.
0: Mrs. Rostash passing those things out like candy. Ah. Uh, yeah. So recorders. Um. For me, was but also it was, you, it was yes. for me it
1: was Mrs. Sneed.
0: Mrs. Sneed. I feel like we've talked about Mrs. Sneed before on this podcast, but I don't remember. But I recognize that name. It's so good. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know we have. I think in the, I believe in our first episode, I think there was something mentioned about her, but uh, I digress, so. <laughs>
0: um. Okay, so moving on with his large and ridiculous collections, because our man was a well-rounded man. Yeah, he was. Pun, pun intended. He was four hundred pounds when he died. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, which, by the way, he was not always four hundred pounds. He apparently, um, as as the um, as a teenager and in his twenties and stuff like that, he was like a handsome little fuck. He would, like people were like, oh my god, he's a catch. Also, not little. He was six foot two. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's he's a big boy. And so he was actually like, he was super he was super sexy uh, cause he loved sports. He loved hunting. He loved going out and partying. And he really just had no time at all for the bullshit that was uh ruling a country. Um <laughs> yeah he was like that little thing that little thing of, of ruling that little thing i'm gonna go to my pleasure palace um yeah so basically yeah he was he was actually attractive up until he had an accident where he uh cracked his head really hard and went unconscious for a couple of days and then when he woke up hello hello head injury now means that you have a major personality change and that's when he became the really cruel tyrant that he is known for being and Stop, he also ended up just really like, yeah
1: i i've never heard about that
0: yeah no he fucking had a head injury and the second that i read head injury i was like that makes sense that makes so much more sense than him just like having a personality swap one day his brain got boggled yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, it doesn't excuse all of the shit that he ended up doing, but, sure. like, sheds a little light on it. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, back to the large and ridiculous co- uh, collections. King Dipshit ended up ruining yes, his yes. economy. Yes, yes. King Dipshit. Um, <laughs> hail to King Dipshit. Hail
1: King Dipshit. <laughs>
0: um, he ruined his economy by the time of his death. Because he spent all of his money on fifty palaces, seventy ships. Stop. A big old tapestry collection. And I couldn't find an exact number of how many tapestries were in his collection, but I think after one, it's probably
1: too much. Um <laughs> after, and th- <laughs> after one, too much.
0: <laughs> after you only need the one tapestry to really zhuzh up a palace, <laughs> and then after that. <laughs>
1: But then uh, but then
0: to kind of round off his big ol' expenses of 50 palaces, 70 ships, and a lot of tapestries, he had 6,500 handguns. That's too many. That's... that's too many handguns, Henry.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he was, you know, being all big into hunting or whatever. And I guess at that point he was just like, "Nah, does the army need these?" Nah, nah, nah,
1: personal, nah. personal collect, personal,
0: personal collection. Just uh, charge it on the government. That's right. Just take take that shit right out the treasury. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so my question is: Are the seventy ships that he had like his own personal boats, or are we talking about all the ships? That were at his disposal in like the armada the armada because i don't know i don't know how many ships was possible to have in an armada in the early 1500s
1: do you think he had a pleasure ship
0: oh he almost definitely had a pleasure ship are you shitting me yeah of course he had a pleasure ship it's
1: like the world's largest waterbed
0: ew is that why people like yachts nowadays a they're just and a really big it? water <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ew. Uh, he
0: he was doinking his, his many wives most of whom ended up being like 19 when they died
1: oh oh <laughs> no mm-hmm. they were just Man. children
0: they were they were <sighs> That's okay. His favorite wife gave him a son and then immediately died after childbirth and she was the only one who was given a queen's funeral out of six wives. And they, she technically hadn't been coronated as a
1: queen. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. Anywho, let's round this off with something that'll make us giggle, shall we? Mm, I
1: love giggling.
0: Mm, giggle. Uh, Henry. I don't even know how to Fucking begin this. Henry, our boy Henry. Our boy. Our boy um, was so fat, he couldn't wipe his own ass.
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes, 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 yes. Oh.
0: Do you know what (laughs) I'm about to say? Go, go, go. (laughs) He created a bathroom attendant position called the grooms of the stool. (laughs) And it wasn't just servants that he... Made into stool attendants, wiping his four hundred pound derriere, they were knights. He took actual knights from his court and gave them the position, the exalted position, of being a groom of the stool. And so their jobs, (laughs) their their jobs as his as his groom knights, uh, were to wipe his butt, help him pull up his pants, help him like get dressed and everything like that. Like, it wasn't just a valet who was, who was you know, helping you get dressed and everything like that. Nah, you were helping with everything.
1: Er, er, everything. Everything.
0: Everything. And the thing that makes me very happy is apparently the grooms of the stool, you actually wanted that position because you spent so much time with the king and you had such a, um intimate relationship with the king that they had a lot of influence in court so people would come to them and be like i need you to whisper in the king's ear
1: <gasps> i didn't even think about thing. that prospect of. oh yeah oh can you imagine yes oh yes <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so
0: that's what i got for you
1: <laughs> excuse me um sir Roderick. yes um I need you to, uh, I need you to whisper to the king. We've, <laughs> he's just eaten a full royal meal, and you know what that means. Uh, oh yes, oh I know it what that means. It will be several
0: hours. It will yeah. be several hours. <laughs> Get him the royal newspaper.
1: <laughs> the royal newspaper. Oh my gosh, that king. Yeah. Uh, no, you. That, that's some new stuff. I mean, I, I, I know he was pretty shitty, but uh, that's some new stuff there.
0: It made me very happy to, like, go through and learn something that wasn't just about him, you know, having people brutally killed him. Uh, he was still a fuck and a half, but... Oh, absolutely. Boy, no, had a party. 13-foot fucking wine fountain. <laughs> also, oh, and I also read something that... Uh, it, there, it was a distinct possibility that um, said wine fountain uh was not a standalone thing that he might have had several wine fountains and that on days of like big festivals and stuff like that they would somehow fit all the fountains to have wine so all of the people who were around could just get shit-faced
1: well hey there's some genu- uh, genuosity there's some generosity
0: yeah, yeah just be like all right Paper children one. go forth and drink but we're thirsty for water, sir. I haven't had any water in days. Wine,
1: wine for the masses, wine. Oh. I, I
0: just feel like King Henry functioned on much the same level as our our three musketeer boy did, and <laughs> only drinking champagne. Our king
1: of the dudes, yeah.
0: King of the dudes. King of the
1: dudes. Hey. Oh, I feel like that's
0: a very good title for this. Is king of the dudes. King of
1: the dudes. Oh, because we have a, we talked about a king and a dude, and then, yeah. All right, I was trying. We've to...
0: talked about several kings on this episode. Yes, we have. Is an emperor a king? An emperor is an emperor. He's a
1: yeah. king of sorts. king of the dudes.
0: He's a, he's a king of the dudes.
1: All right.
0: <laughs> okay, so I think that that's where we're going to go ahead and end this. So thank you very much for listening to Outrageously Unnecessary. Yes, thank you. Yeah, if you like what we got, go ahead and subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Um, If you really like us and want to tell us that we're doing a good job, uh, it would be fabulous if you left us a five star rating or whatever rating you think that we're, you know, worthy of. (laughs) But I think we're worthy of five stars. Um, And then you can go ahead and write a review for us on iTunes. It helps tremendously if you do that. Uh, if you want to see any of the photos that we have, uh, talked about today, uh, I will go ahead and post them on our Instagram, which is at outrageously unnecessary. and if you want any updates, uh, or just to see the things that I retweet or like or blah 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 on Twitter, uh, we are on Twitter at at ounnecessarypod, uh, that one's a bit of a mouthful and I'm sorry for it. If you want to send us an email uh, with any suggestions, which I got some very good suggestions from Imager and from Reddit the other day. Nice. And so those are things that I'm hoping that we can cover, uh, kind of soon. Actually, the the um, the Grooms of the Stool was part of a suggestion that someone uh, gave to me on Imager. Ooh, very so, nice. So yeah. So shout out to whoever did that. I don't currently have your username pulled up, but yay.
1: Yeah, yeah, you um, yay you, person.
0: Yay you, but yeah. Anyways, if if you give us any sort of uh, thing that we can use as a topic, I am one hundred percent totally down for it. I love having a running list of stuff to look up. So.
1: Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Same.
0: All right. King of the dudes.
1: King of the dudes. Dudes. Dudes.